It's a stunning scene. God appears as a burning bush and begins talking directly to Moses. After Moses has spent 40 years trying to forget about all the injustice that plagues his people back in Egypt. And God gives him the offer of a lifetime. God was going to give Moses everything he needed to break his people out of the chains of Egyptian slavery. All he needs to do is trust him. God calls Moses, but would he go? That's our question today on Rooted Daily. Welcome to Rooted Daily, the podcast where we're rooting ourselves in the Bible so we can grow with God a little more every day. I'm Brandon Levy, and I think if we were to filter the entire book of Exodus down to just one singular lesson for our lives, it would be this. When God says, trust him, it is in your best interest to listen. By Exodus chapter 3, Moses is already 80 years old. He's grown up as a privileged kid in the household of Pharaoh. But at the age of 40, he looks up and he realizes he can't keep going this way. He can't sit by and watch the injustice being done to his people. And so Moses does something. He takes matters into his own hands and he kills an Egyptian who was abusing an Israelite. Was that the wrong thing to do? The text doesn't make it clear, but it is clear there were consequences for this. Moses had to run. He had to flee the country, and he spent the next 40 years of his life working as a shepherd for his father-in-law. And as a shepherd, Moses lives an easy life. He raises his own family. He seems content. Maybe he forgot the suffering his people were going through. And that's not all that unusual. When we're young, it's easy to see all the problems in this world and be angry about it all, want to fix it all. But as we get older, that fire, that hatred of injustice seems to fade. We seem to get more and more used to the status quo. And by Exodus chapter 3, Moses seems complacent. Doesn't seem like he has any ambition to be anything more than a shepherd. But God has bigger plans for him. God is going to appear to Moses on Mount Sinai and challenge him to make a dramatic change in his life. God is going to call Moses to trust him. And through that trust, God was going to deliver his people. The Lord informs Moses that he has seen the suffering of his people uh, who were slaves in Egypt. And he wants to set them free through Moses. He says, trust me, Moses. But Moses hasn't figured it out yet. You know, most of us think of Moses as this incredible hero of the faith, the, the Heston version, right? That's the Moses who stands up to Pharaoh and, and sets the children of Israel free to cross the Red Sea on dry ground, to receive the Ten Commandments and speak to God face to face. And all those things are true about Moses. But there's another side to the story. If you roll the tape back to the beginning, Moses was anything but a hero. When the Lord spoke at the burning bush, he told him, now go, simple and clear. Moses, I've got a big job for you, so put on your sandals and head back to Egypt. I want you to talk to Pharaoh for me. Trust me. The only problem was Moses didn't trust him, and he wanted no part of this. And so to get out of the job, Moses makes five excuses about why he wasn't qualified to do God's will. And see if they sound familiar. 
Excuse number one, Moses says, I am unqualified. Verse 11 of chapter three, but Moses said to God, who am I that I should go to Pharaoh and bring the Israelites out of Egypt? Who am I? Now, was Moses unqualified? Yes. From a human point of view, an 80-year-old man is not a good pick. But God says, trust me. God, that's God's answer. It's five words there. I will be with you. That's the bottom line. Nothing else matters. If God is with Moses, then he cannot fail. But Moses comes up with a second excuse. They don't know me. Verse 13, Moses said to God, suppose I go to the Israelites and say to them, the God of your fathers has sent me to you. And they ask me, what is his name? Then what shall I tell them? And it's true. Moses, he's been gone for 40 years. Uh, a whole generation has grown up that knows nothing about Moses. And if they had heard something about him, it would have been that he was a fugitive from the law. He killed an Egyptian, he hid the body, and he ran off into the desert. And no one has seen him since. And so it's not like this excuse is unfounded. But God says, again, trust me. The question is not who are you, it is who sent you? Who am I? And then he tells Moses who he is. He says, I am. Tell them, I am has sent me to you in Exodus 3.14. That is God. He says he is the personal, eternal, self-existent God of the universe. He always was and always is and always will be. By him, all things are held together. In him, all things have their being. And without him, the universe does not exist. God is, I am. And so God says, go to the elders of Israel. Tell them what I've told you. They'll believe you. Go to Pharaoh. He won't cooperate at first. I'll work miracles and he will let you go. Plunder the Egyptians on the way out and they won't like it, but they will give you gold and silver. In other words, trust me, I've got the details covered, but Moses still couldn't trust. And so he comes up with excuse number three. They won't believe me. So now Moses has another what-if question. And again, it's not like this is out of the realm of possibility. This is actually pretty likely. Moses has a checkered past. Being raised by Pharaoh's daughter, he rejected Egypt, chose to suffer with God's people, but then he murdered an Egyptian, covered it up, ran away. He's been gone 40 years, and now he shows up saying God spoke to him in a burning bush in the desert. There's no one who's going to believe that story. It sounds absurd. God knew that, but he said, trust me. What is that in your hand? Moses says, a staff in uh, verse two of chapter four. And we're talking about a shepherd's staff here. It's a walking stick. Every shepherd had one. There's nothing special about it. Moses no doubt found it in the wilderness and it was a sort of staff he found in the desert, used it for a while, and then threw it away. It's nothing special. But God was going to use this and make it something special. What's the point there? God will now use the ordinary to do the extraordinary. He told Moses to throw the staff on the ground where it turned into a snake. And then God told him to pick it back up again, turning it back into a wooden staff. And I imagine that was the hard part, picking it back up again. But God has three answers for Moses. The first was the wooden staff in verses two through five of chapter four, showing that God can work miracles with ordinary things. The second was the leprous hand in verses six 
through eight, that showing that God had the power over even the worst diseases. And the third was turning water from the Nile into blood, a preview of the first plague in verses eight through nine. So this was God's way of saying to Moses, I've got your back. As long as you obey, my power will convince the people God is with you. Just trust me. But excuse number four, Moses says, I can't do it. Moses said to the Lord, pardon your servant, Lord, I've never been eloquent, neither in the past nor since you have spoken to your servant. I am slow of speech and tongue, Exodus 4.10. I, I, I guess Moses had trouble believing that a God who could speak to him through a burning bush and turn his staff into a snake could help him say what he needed to say. And God's answer comes in a question. Who gave human beings their mouths? Who makes them deaf or mute? Who gives them sight or makes them blind? Is it not I, the Lord? In other words, trust me. And surely Moses, he has to be starting to get it now. God says to Moses, yes, yes, you're inadequate because I made you that way. But your weakness is part of my plan. God promises to give Moses whatever he needs in spite of his weakness. All Moses has to do is go and speak to Pharaoh. The rest is up to God. But finally, we get to the heart of the problem. Excuse number five. I don't want to do it. Moses can trot out every excuse under the sun, but the truth is he just doesn't want to do it. Exodus chapter 4 uh, verses 13 through 14 says, but Moses said, pardon your servant, Lord, please send someone else. And then the Lord's anger burned against Moses. And he said, what about your brother, Aaron, the Levite? I know he can speak well. He is already on his way to meet you and he will be glad to see you. And God, he's called Moses and Moses just doesn't want to do it. But even now, God has an answer to the subjection. Maybe now through gritted teeth or gritted branches, right? Remember, God is speaking through a bush right now. But he says, if Moses can't speak, his brother Aaron will do the public speaking. Whatever it takes, God is going to provide. Just trust him. You know, Moses is the only person in history to whom God spoke from a burning bush. The only one. It didn't happen with... Abraham or David or Joshua or Nehemiah or anyone else in the Bible. Moses had seen God's glory. He stood on holy ground. He heard God's voice and God said, trust me. But Moses said, send someone else. Later on, Moses would become one of the most faithful followers of God of all time, the one who would stand up to Pharaoh, the one who would lead the children of Israel across the Red Sea on dry ground. He would receive the Ten Commandments and speak with God face to face. But for today, he's the one who was called by God but would not go. You know, there's a little Moses in all of us. When God calls us, will we obey? When we read it in the Word of God, Will we obey? When we hear it from the pulpit, will we obey? When a friend gives us advice that we know it comes from God, will we obey? You know, when God calls, don't make excuses. Trust him. You know, I pray God gives us the wisdom for the day he calls, that we don't answer with excuses, but we learn from Moses' mistakes and simply say, here am I, 
Lord, send me. And that'll do it for this episode of Rooted Daily. I cannot wait to sit down and open up God's word with you next time. Thank you for watching this episode of Rooted Daily. We're praying that you're growing with us as we study the Bible and use God's word as our only foundation. If you appreciate this content and want to make sure others see it, subscribe to the podcast on your favorite app and hit the share button. Most importantly, if you're ready to take the next step, repent, be baptized, and hand over your life to Jesus, let's talk today. Just send me a text to 317-207-2734.